You're listening to another life-transforming message from C3 Church San Diego. For more information on our church, go to c3sandiego.com. You know what I love about Good Friday is that I grew up, I don't think I ever went to church on Good Friday. I don't think we had church on Good Friday. What I love about Pastor Jurgen, neither did he. And he goes, why are we all sitting around on Good Friday moping? Let's just hold the service. As a matter of fact, let's hold the service with power. Thanks for the one clap. <laughs> and what I love about it, just because I'm going to tell you what's about to go down, is that some of this greatest victories in our life can start tonight. You know, growing up just a weak Christian really ticked me off. So I try not to get passionate every Sunday, but it's hard. It's hard not to. Because I love seeing my friends that have the same aha moment I had not too many years ago. But yet they had the aha moment, but they haven't walked into the fruit of that moment yet. And I feel like I'm 12 years into it going, oh man, it hasn't been boring. It's been radical. My expectations have changed. And I want to let you know that they can change for you tonight as well. We're going to preach short, do a little teaching around what this all really means, and then we're going to pray for people. Meaning we're going to pray for you. We have a ministry team ready to pray for you, and I'm going to pray for them. And the expectation is that you leave here tonight knowing that some people think it's an oxymoron to call today Good Friday. But it actually stems from a couple different things in the Greek because the gospel translated from the Greek actually means good. Good Friday. And even though if you're going to be sad about this, you got tomorrow. If you, you want to be depressed about it, do like the disciples did. They panicked for three days. You know, they had a rough Friday. Saturday, they woke up needing counseling, wondering why they just followed a man for three years. Even though they knew the scriptures, even though they hung out with someone so close for three years, they saw power like they've never seen. Do you know they still woke up and panicked on Saturday? I think it's a great thing that it's in the Bible that the disciples folded like a deck chair the next day. It makes me feel better about my life. Because these guys were intimately involved. Jesus even sat them down at dinner and broke the news to them. I mean, and they still bailed on them that next morning. So no matter what you're going through, no matter how many times you've doubted, fallen into your stuff, I love the fact that the Bible talks about the disciples, the right-hand men that went on to become the apostles, that flipped the world upside down for this story, the greatest story ever told. And so I'm just gonna give you, I love it, my buddy Kevin just gave me T.D. Jake's new book called Crushing. And the title of my message is Pressed. 
I'm really nervous. I promise I didn't listen to any TJ, uh, TD Jake's uh, podcast last night or the night before, but I did get a revelation that I'm gonna read and share with you, so I'm pumped to read it. And uh, he will be speaking when our new San Marcos campus opens. Oh yeah. So I'll read it tonight and be like, he probably stole my points. He probably. I love it, but it's about pressed. And a lot of us know communion. We're going to take communion. We're going to do it together in just a few minutes. And then we're going to pray. And we, and we do communion every month, but we're going to do it on this Good Friday together because there's power in communion. But I want to read a couple verses because there's another attachment, I will say, that when you take communion, so important. And that's making sure, like, even tonight, we're going to anoint you with oil. And there's so much to be said about the anointing oil that Jesus talked about. And that's what I want to talk about tonight briefly before we pray for you. But in Deuteronomy 7, 13 through 15, it says, He will love you and bless you and increase your numbers. He will bless the fruit of your womb, the crops of your land, your grain, your new wine, and olive oil, the calves of your herds and the lambs of your flocks in the land he swore to your ancestors to give you. You will be blessed more than any other people. None of your men or women will be childless, nor will any of your livestock be without young. The Lord will keep you free from every disease. He will not inflict you the horrible diseases you knew in Egypt, but he will inflict them on all those who hate you. It's an amazing verse talking about when Christians find the promised land. This is the expectation that you want to start to believe for in your life. And what's amazing, if this isn't your expectation, I'm asking you tonight to recalibrate. I'm asking you to shift your mindset around who you were called and destined to be. If you claim Jesus, your King of Kings and Lord of Lords. I think many look at Jesus for salvation and grateful for salvation, but have we made him Lord? And have we taken this verse and applied it with the expectation, no, I'm not gonna lower the bar. I'm the son or daughter of a king. And tonight when you get prayed for, maybe it's a mindset of what you should be walking in. Maybe it's a favor that you should have the expectation for. Maybe it doesn't matter what was spoken over you. We can break those curses that are not in alignment with the word of God over and off your life tonight. Doesn't matter what your earthly mother or father said you were gonna turn out to be. It's what he says you were called to be. It's gonna show up in some areas, but let me just read one more verse. Isaiah 53, five, and I'll reference this a few times. He was pierced for our transgressions, our sins. He was crushed. Crushing, God turns pressure into power. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds, we are healed. 
emotionally, physically, every area of our life. Don't tolerate what the devil tries to get us to limp around with. It's amazing. In this first verse in Deuteronomy, just three things that I want you to wrap your head around. One, he talked about the promise of your grain, the promise of wine, both those together, that's Holy Communion. And we can go do a whole thing just on the power of communion. And that's where the Last Supper, and a lot of us know this, is when Jesus sat down with his disciples, he broke the bread. And he just referenced that this is my body broken for you. Foreshadowing what was about to happen. The other one, he talks about the wine, this is my blood. It will be, it is shed for you and I. That no matter what we've been through, it's washed away our sins. And even if you keep stumbling in that thing, keep nailing it to the cross and take communion. You don't have to wait till Sunday. The minute that the devil comes in to shame you, it's time to take communion. No matter what happened on last Friday night, because I know this Friday night you're sitting here right now. Doesn't no matter what happened last night, doesn't matter. It does matter how you hit the reset. It does matter how you get up again. You repent. And it, we put such a big thing on that, like, oh man, it's hard, I'm, I'll tell you. I'm a man, it's hard to say I'm sorry. And I'm wrong. And what else, babe? She has a list, asked her later. But it's amazing how the enemy will work so hard to make sure we get the pride meter up that we just can't talk to our Abba Father saying, Daddy, I messed up again. I repent. And sin is I miss the mark. Missing the mark is missing the mark. Some people love to point out how far we miss the mark. But if you miss the mark, you miss the mark. Don't let other people remind you of how far you've missed it. I don't want to give people a chance to know, so I'd rather repent real quick, get right with my, with my Heavenly Father, and then, hey, let's do this thing again. But the more energy we put on the sin and the more we allow other people to talk about our sin and remind us of our sin and, oh, you just were this last week, it's amazing how the enemy will use people to keep us down. And I want to encourage you tonight that Jesus didn't go through everything he went through to remind you every moment possible about what he took from you and I. I'm telling you, I want to lighten the mode on this thing because, man, I see people just want to talk about their sin more than they want to talk about their victory. And I like hanging out with people that want to talk about their victory and how they took that mountain and how they overcame that mountain. And the more that we can reshape our mind about talking about walking in victory, the more we won't be going back to because what you focus on expands. So don't focus on the sin. Focus on the greatest, the greatest that took it from us. So grain and the wine, Holy Communion, the last point, oil is what I wanna talk on. Because of Good Friday, we have victory. And this is, I, I like to, I need all the help I can get people. I'm like the Forrest Gump of preaching. Four main things here that I want us to 
really understand and I want you to collaborate in your mind. Where do I line myself up with? If I had to give myself a score of one to 10, 10 being the best, one, I suck. Just being honest, because we're called to be tens. Before pillars, number one, sin. Where do you scout? Do we keep slipping up over the same habitual sin? Because God went to the cross, Jesus went to the cross to give his victory in that sin. There could be a new sin every day, but are we going back to the one thing that trips us up? How are we doing in that one thing? Because we're gonna break that thing tonight. Some guys, it's pornography. Some guys, it's lust. For many different people, it could be addiction. Whatever it is, big or small, break it once and for all. That wasn't, I'm not a rhymer. I'm not even a lyricist, but that did rhyme. Number two is sickness. It's amazing. Some people talk about their sickness so much. What's their identity if they didn't talk about it? I have to remind some of my clients, do you have anything else to talk about? Because I'd like to hear some positive things and I know you're suffering. I'm not trying to make light of that. But I need you to start looking at the victories and talk about the little things. God gives seed to the sower. Let's start sowing victory and guess what we get you more of? When he went to the cross, when Jesus went to the cross, he broke sickness. Number three, oppression. There's four things that I always look at. How's my life doing in the sin area, the sickness area, the oppression area? Are you walking around feeling oppressed? Like you can't get breakthrough. You can never get things to line up for you. A lot of that has to do with generational curses we're gonna break tonight. And the last category is lack. It can be a lack mentality we're gonna break tonight. But lack is such a big thing that I wanna make sure we break because there are a lot of kings in this room. A lot of kings and queens in this room. That's marketplace. We have overdeveloped priests in America and underdeveloped kings. And we're gonna start flipping that Because a study done by the Barna Group said 69, let's call it 70% of all preachers got into it because they liked teaching. They didn't talk about leadership. They didn't talk about, we need kings to lead people to the house of God so we could get under some priestly anointing, some priestly wisdom and discernment and prayer so I can see men and women walking in the marketplace with power. But we won't understand that unless we get, what's happened right now is this lack mentality. And there's a lot of reasons why, but we don't need to know the why, let's just break it. Let's just break it tonight. Let's get freedom of sin. Let's break off sickness, oppression, and lack, and leave this place walking in freedom and victory. That's the good news of what Jesus did for us. And then we're gonna party on Sunday for all our non-Christians that think we're boring. You bring them to the greatest party on Sunday and we're gonna preach a gospel that is about the lost finding Jesus so they can get on. But tonight, let's get our stuff dealt with 
so we can be the light of the world so actually someone will say yes to your invitation because if you're coming around with lack why would they want to come to church man i haven't seen anything change in their life if they're coming in oppressed and depressed why would they want an invitation from you to church my job is all of this right here we leave light of the world in freedom that we look attractive to a lost world I want, to be to, I want us to be Easter Sunday people in a Good Friday world. I haven't gotten to my points, but I'm going to hurry. Here we go. Jesus was crushed. He was pressed three times. So you and I could have fresh oil in healing, favor, supply for our body, our family, our career. But what I love about it, explain an Old Testament teaching on what oil. Oil is pressed three times. The first time oil is pressed, it's the first press is for extra virgin olive oil. It was used to light the temple. The second press was used for medicine, for healing. And the third press was used for soap. It's amazing, because when you do a study in Luke 22, 44, talked about when did the passion of the Christ begin? Where did, where did the, the pressing start? Started in the garden of Gethsemane. And when I was there, it was amazing to see these 2,000, 3,000 year old olive trees. It was so powerful to see. But that's when he got his first crushing in the garden. And right there, he dealt with the power over darkness. So you and I can walk out of the dark into the light. Right there in the garden. The second press Jesus went through was when he was lashed and beaten. Bones, ligaments, and tissue were torn, exposed. If you've seen the movie, you know how brutal it is. And then it brings me back to Isaiah 53, 5. And it talks about, he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The second crushing brought our healing and health to total wholeness. The third press was the cross where he died for our sins to wash us clean. In Isaiah 1:18, it says, Come now, let us settle the matter, matter says the Lord. Through, though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. They are red as crimson. They shall be like wool. What I love about that, the Old Testament was already showing what oil was for, but then the same process to bring oil, to bring light, to take us out of darkness. The second press for medicine, for healing. And the third for making soap, for cleansing people. is the same that our Savior went through, the three different presses. I can't read to read this book now. But it was an amazing understanding how tonight, make sure you get anointed with oil. Know that Jesus went through that same press to clean up our life just like tonight. We're going to take communion right now. I'm going to pray over us. And then I'm gonna ask my ministry team to come forward and I'm gonna pray, I love this, I was reading this book by Joseph Prince. I'm gonna pray this prayer over our oil. And then we're gonna just open it up, I'm gonna have the worship team go. And then you just come down when you feel ready. Come down, receive prayer. You might say, my life's pretty good. I don't know anybody that, where it says in the Bible that Jesus put a ceiling of how epic your life can be. So why not go all in? You guys have communion right now? Okay, let's all stand up. Get in the posture of worship.
and then I'm gonna have my ministry team come down. But with this, this is the symbolic Holy Communion. This little wafer, the grain, representing his body. Take that right now and I'm gonna pray. Heavenly Father, God, I thank you, Lord, for this Good Friday. I thank you that you're a good, good Father. Some of us in this house know how good you are, but some are yet to know. God, I ask, Lord, Holy Spirit, let them, let them know your loving kindness tonight. Thank you that your body was broken so no one under the sound of my voice has to walk in pain and suffering. God, we pull heaven to earth tonight in the name of Jesus. Let's partake. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our pastors, team, and what we do at C3 San Diego, go to C3SanDiego.com. 